problem and I don't know where to turn. I need some sound advice, someone to help me learn. I turn to Dad, though he mostly talks pure shine. He gives the best advice, though he's unqualified. He's always unpredictable, in the end he's wise. I always use Dad's life coach advice. Good evening, and welcome once again to the Dan Life Coach Surgery. For many, daily life means a daily struggle. A struggle against weariness, a struggle against the elements, and some might say, a struggle against life itself. A great many people leave the safety and security of their homes to do battle with many of the demons in the workplace setting. Is it reasonable to expect employment to be a fun and enjoyable experience? After all, a large proportion of our lives are spent in the various and multifaceted arenas of our gainful employment. Do we work to live or live to work? Shouldn't we all sit at home and watch loose women while some other schmuck does a hard day's toil so we can crack open the special brew and light up another benefits and hedges? Is work a struggle for you? Then struggle no more. The Dan Life Coach Workplace Surgery is open. The Life Coach is in. With me in the surgery this evening, once again, we have Dr. Loki, uh, the dog who's laid on the couch. I'm sure that shouldn't be allowed. Uh, we also have Bradley, our resident photographer. Hello, Bradley. Hello. How are things? My things are fine. Anyway, things. we've also got Jess. Hello, Jess. Hi, Dan. This is a workplace special, you know. It is, I know. Have you just in from work or just well, relaxing all day? Just relaxing all day, really. Out in the piss, you know. Mm. Where do you work, incidentally? Mm, it's classified. Now, you are, of course, our, our sexy scientist. Yes. So I'm presuming you work in a laboratory. Yes, I do. Would it happen to have, like, you know, external windows or something along those lines? Something that somebody was walking past no. numerous times a day? No, Could... I, I'm terribly, terribly sorry, but sadly there are no external windows. It's completely private. No? No hard standing for a camera, tripod or anything? No. Sorry. So if somebody wanted to... I don't know why they would, but if somebody wanted to, you know... Watch you work all day, every day. They probably wouldn't be able to. Unless they get a security pass, no. How do you get these security passes? Terribly long process. I mean, background checks, all of that stuff. You can't just like walk in and get one, no. Time's no real object. It's not really. No. It's, it's not really an issue. Well, you know, you could try. I mean, they could Me? Try. No, it's nothing to do with me. No, no, I'm just... Well, you, I'm the, the general yeah, you, just, you, know, you know, if you wanted to get access to the labs, I'm sure you could apply. It's, it's clearly... It's try. not me. It's not me. It's just... No, I just, just I, You know, just general yeah. conversation. I do this with all of the experts. Yeah. Bradley, uh, where do you work? Actually, uh, <clears throat> Anyway, uh, let's move on. It's time to start the special of the Dan Life Coach Workplace Special. Very excited by this. Lots of people have problems with uh, issues at work, and we've been inundated with over four messages this week, and none of them offering sponsorship, so the frazzles thing. <laughs> Did you forget to turn the sound off on your iPad? Yep. Yeah. Somebody else emailing in, you know. Well, there's bound to be loads. I mean, it's like I said, there was over four. It ha Yeah, there was over four. Which is, well, five. Mm. Yeah. Uh, which is tremendous. But, um, yeah, we've got lots to crack on with, lots of problems to solve uh, regarding workplace problems of uh, various different kinds. Uh, so we'll move on straight on to problem one. Can I just point out at this moment, the noise you can hear is Dr. Loki licking himself intimately. Uh, it's nothing to do with me. Problem number one. This is sent in by D. Hi, Dan. How are you? Don't know why it's got... Don't know if it's anything to do with D, but uh, asking me how I am. Seems well, how it's polite. are you? It's polite, if nothing else, but uh, I really hope you can help me out here. This problem might seem quite trivial to most people, but it's a really big deal for me. I've noticed over the last few days that my boss is spending a lot of time hovering behind me as I sit at my desk working. He tends to look over my shoulder as I compose emails to clients, etc. As I said, this may seem like a very minor thing, but it's starting to drive me nuts. Here's the thing. He's not just randomly standing there, he's loitering. I haven't called him over to ask him something, he just decides. Hmm, I know, I think I'll go and breathe down Dee's neck, making it impossible for her to work. Maybe I'll throw in a few helpful comments as I hover at her shoulder too. There's an asterisk on helpful which uh, is notified later on as being highly critical and annoying. That's not the only problem, though, D goes on. My reaction to this is also a big problem. I tend to get very angry when he does it. I, I haven't had any violent outbursts to date, apart from, uh, you all right there? But I feel it's only a matter of time before this happens. 
Please can you help me? I really like my job and I've always had a great working relationship with my boss. Thanks in advance, D. So basically, where it's a, an intervention before office place brutality ensues. Jess, uh, what do you think about this? See, I would go for the full-on, like, violent outburst. <laughs> this doesn't surprise me. You, you're, uh, they say violence never solves any, any issues, but it solves your, well, your need for exercise, doesn't it, regularly? Well, yeah, but not physical violence, but, you know, you got a guy breathing down your neck, you're trying to work, you know, you try to be polite, he doesn't get the hint. Outside of an elbow to the solar plexus, just turn around and yell at them. When you say solar plexus, do you mean bollocks? <laughs> yes. Because if he's standing behind it, he's going to be right. Well, he's going to be right in target zone, isn't he? Uh, the drop zone for the elbow there is almost perfect. Yeah, probably. Hard to resist, you might the say. The standing, sitting thing. So it's probably not the best option to go for. Is is the elbow to the bollocks? Um, well, if we go back to the start, what is the, what is the actual problem? The fact that her boss is watching what she does is that a problem? Yes. Why? He's he's her boss, so he's got a right to know that she's doing her job properly. Then he should freaking ask. Well, maybe he has us. Maybe he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to disturb her from the excellent work that she's doing. So he thinks, I'll just go for a little wonder. I'll have a quick look over her shoulder, see what she's doing. Finds out she's playing Spider Solitaire and she's on Facebook. Well, you know, if she is playing Solitaire and not on Facebook, well then, you know, she's lied to us. But it seems like it's a repeated occurrence and it's not just something that, oh, I'll just check up, make sure everything's okay. Yeah, fine, grand. I'll move on. No. Bradley, do you ever toss it off at work? I try not to. But, um, contrary to what Jess was saying about full out aggression, I'm thinking passive aggression is the answer. Um, something along the lines of don't wash. Ooh. I see. That, you know, smelly perfume mm. rather than good, you know. But isn't that uh, in itself um, not so much a disciplinary thing, but something that can cause great embarrassment and also get you into sort of trouble with the boss? I know they can speak uh, speak to the employees about their, their hygiene, which can be a difficult issue. And one I actually think we might well come to later on, so we'll gloss over it for now. But yeah, she could go in stinking. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, maybe just stay away. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of something uh... something similar, something that would be something that would eventually be repellent to the boss, and that's if she was to wear a low-cut top. Yeah. This might sound counterintuitive, but if she wears a low-cut top and he hangs around, she can then make a few choice comments in front of other people yeah. along the lines of drawing her blouse around her to say, excuse me, are you looking down my top? All of a sudden, that boss isn't going to go anywhere near in the near, in any, at any point in the future. Yeah. Sexual harassment is the bane of every workman's it is. Work life. It is. And that is decidedly cruel. It's, a, it's an I, option. I like it. I, I really do. I really do like it. <laughs> so basically, she uh, it's a form of entrapment. She wears something very revealing. He stands behind her loitering as per normal, looking over the screen. She accuses him then of uh, looking down her top. And she's sorted then because uh, as soon as that accusation is made, it's never taken back. People will always suspect him then. It doesn't necessarily work the other way around if the, role, if the gender roles were reversed, but... Um, that gets that stops him from being anywhere near it. Unless the office is cold, and then that's a hard one to pull off. Because, you know, as much as it would be nice, you'd sit there absolutely freezing for no good reason. Okay, what about what about this? Okay, so bit on this on the same kind of theme of the chest puppies kind of thing going on. Go Pavlov, right? So whenever he... As you said Pavlov, Dr. Loki the dog turned his head and looked at you. That is amazing. <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> I've been you know, standing outside for years. <laughs> clicking. That's what that was outside That's what my window. That's what it was. I know now. And you had us thinking it was drool on your lap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so whenever, whenever he does... So whenever he does leave her alone for a while, she can, I don't know, ring a bell or a wee clicker and a quick flash and then you go, see, that's good. But when he comes over, she's, he sees nothing. Mm. And she can put the coat or the jumper over and keep warm in the cold office. So that's, he's over there. You know. Click, click. Wee bit of a flash. Jumper back on. So back to work. Back to solitaire. eventually, every time he walks near, she just goes click, click, and he buggers off. Yeah. That's what you go for. Or just space bar. Click, click. Yeah. Or mouse. Because mice, you click more with a mouse rather yeah. than... Yeah. I would just turn the screen off and stop working. <laughs> Like, yeah. a, like a silky just, child. Yeah, just if you're going to watch, I'm not going to do it. No. Exactly. Turn the screen off. Mom put it on for me to watch, not you. You turn around and say, can I help you? And you say, no, I'm your boss. You just do your job. I'll watch. But, you know, but, but then you, you can make sure you've got the low-cut top on and you just say, watch what? Now, it doesn't say what D does. I mean, what if her job... It doesn't say it, says it stands he, looking over, over her shoulder. We haven't actually established what... Job she, that she said does. she was composing emails to clients, so well that could be it could be anything. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm imagining the whole desk computer thing, you know. Email. Sorry, I'm thinking tandem parachuting team. <laughs> 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 Can you stop looking over my shoulder? No problem. Click. <laughs> ah! 
I'm trying to think where there's no other option. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I mean, emailing a client? Really? Yes. I mean, come on. The boss is being a lech. Well, we don't know that. I, it's only me that suggested he was looking at her boobs. Yeah. I mean, but it's not what unusual else? for me to come up with a suggestion like that. What other reason does he have? Maybe he wants tips on how to play Spider Solitaire. He wants and use Facebook. Tips. Tips. Sorry. Papa, tips. Go ahead. Carry on. <laughs> Get out of here with your filth. Um, True. I mean, but, you know, there, there's some level of either non-passive aggression or passive aggressive kind of intervention that has to happen. Maybe she's annoyed by the highly critical and annoying helpful comments he gives. <laughs> oh, see, that would that's, just, that that's, would just that's piss me That's highly out. critical and annoying. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the supervision feedback form. <laughs> the I guess it would depend on if he was right. That, that's, the point there is that um, the most annoying and the most irritating comments are the ones where the person is right. Yeah. If they're wrong, you can just dismiss it. So maybe he is right. Yeah. Bosses frequently aren't, though. I know they get to yeah, a position of authority, but then they tend to get pissed with power with that. But what if he was right? Well, but then, then it just it turns from, ah, he was so wrong and whatever, and then it just turns to you going, you think you're so smart, being right. I don't know where I'm going with it, but, that, <laughs> that, but that, that's what it turns into. I mean, there's a toss-up here, because if he's right, then she needs to, you know, harden the fuck up and get on with it. If he's not right... Then we go the whole low-cut blouse sexual harassment thing. Click, click. Click, click. Click, click. I like that. We might have to get rid of the bell and move to a click, click instead. Let's see if I we'll find a clicker. That means you're going to have to actually type click, click into your notes oh, instead that's, of ding. Yeah, it's only four letters oh. ding, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll leave that. We'll leave it as the bell. We'll leave it as okay, the bell. Well, Don't broke it. Yeah, it's not broken. Could, you could have a bell. That would work. That's, you know, draw, draw attention. did have a bell originally. Well, wait a minute. That could You could exactly have that. If she had a bell on her desk, then... Bing! Every time the boss starts looking at her shoulder, it's going to annoy him and it's going to alert everybody else and to what he's doing. Like a swear exactly. jar. So ding exactly. and a fiver into the jar every time you look at the boots. A boost. fiver? Well, he's well, paid. A, he's well paid. He's the boss. That's a pretty Pandem tariff. And he shouldn't be Pandem looking Pandem at... Pandem parachute team, they're going to earn a fortune. He shouldn't be looking at mammary glands anyway. No. Under no circumstances. Exactly. Uh, so she needs to get a bell on a desk. Now, again, it doesn't say what D does, but we're assuming there isn't ordinarily a bell on a desk. Unless she works in reception. So she, if she's, for example, Deskless. the finance, finance manager in a company, she needs to give that job up and go work behind reception instead, where there is a bell. I just buy one. But there isn't a bell on her desk. She can buy one. Well, there's, no room, there's no reason for her to have a bell so? on her desk. So she, she needs to get a job that involves a bell, either a postman or a reception. Mm. Postman? Postman had bells on the bike. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> then the boss would have a really, really hard time looking over her Unless shoulder. it was a tandem bike. Ooh. Tandem post bike. They could take it in turn to deliver parcels and letters. Sounds like the perfect, uh, perfect <laughs> arrangement for me. There's <laughs> <laughs> something stuck in your throat. There. Is that a piece of advice that's so good that it's, thought, it's lodged into your throat that you, you can't even like talk anymore? <laughs> Come on, spit it out, Jess. Well, I mean, if if you're annoyed at somebody for looking up over your shoulder all the time, why on earth would you let them on a tandem bike behind you? She's the boss. He tells her where to sit. Mm. It's like clowns in the circus. The biggest clown gets to drive the car and honk the horn. <laughs> a a, a rookie sure? clown can't go into the circus and <laughs> it's just not allowed yeah. to happen. It brings Eddie Murphy yeah. with him. It's fine. <laughs> so basically, she needs to quit her job. No, move. Not, not so much quit. But, well, uh, instead of going for promotion, she, for instead of going for promotion, go for reduction into the, uh, into the, into the role reception of reception. Yeah. To prove that if he is Pervin, she's got a bell to ring. She has the bell to ring, can ring the bell. Every time he comes over looking over his shoulder. Because he ain't got no right looking over his shoulder if she's just at reception. And if, if she's at reception, receptions tend to be somewhere where it's over in a corner or back against the wall. And it probably becomes quite awkward to, you know, kind of shuffle past subtly to go, oh, it's audio solitary over again, yeah. I mean, it's, this, this sounds like a good solution, but it's not without its, its own set of problems. Because working at reception, obviously she's going to be, uh, I'm saying obviously, I don't know for certain, but uh, she's probably probably going to have a reduction in wages, so she'll, have to, she'll have to move house, but that's, well, well, I mean, she, can't, she can't have everything, no. and also there's the health and safety aspects of having to wear extra clicky shoes, because if you notice anybody who works behind a reception desk, they always walk across the tile floor and it's really, and they make it echo as well, so that anybody waiting has yeah, no, it's the big high heel, yeah, yeah no. there's, health, there's health implications there. Right, you can hurt your feet. But hey, then you won't have anybody looking over your shoulder all the time. Well, not when you're in hospital, because you've put your back out because of the heels you've got to wear, and you slipped on the tiles. If she moves to the reception, she's got one of those wee tss -tss -tss chairs lifted up really friggin' high. Is that a brand? Tss -tss -tss -tss. 
yes, T-S-S-S-T. <laughs> they make yeah, those exactly. chairs. If she can stand up high enough, he can't see over her shoulder. Quite possible. But and he, there's a bell there but, as but, and there's a bell. wall of defence. But he will be at eye height with her vagina, which is always tricky. <laughs> well, but, I mean... She can't have She doesn't say, yeah. Well, as long as she keeps her legs crossed, that's not a problem. Okay. And he need, need to be down under the desk, and that's harder to do. I find in the workplace, and be, and be you know... Under the radar about that. Okay. The threat of phys- physical violence. Are we ruling that out as a solution here? If she wants to keep the good working relationship, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. So we're saying yeah. don't, don't hit him in the nuts? No, I mean, it might end the leching problem, but would probably create way too many more other problems. Yeah, maybe. You know, unless he likes that kind of thing. You never know. So in which case, it you're just, just asking him back for more. Exactly. The gut instinct to, you know, smack the guy or elbow him probably would be a bad thing. Well, as she says, I really like my job and I've always had a great working relationship with my boss. I, I would agree with you that we have to rule out she actual sh- physical violence. She should really violence. just get a bell. Accidental violence. R- you know, rule the chair over his toe every time it goes over. That would so work. Oops. Yeah. Oopsie. But is, it, that, is that like when in the supermarket when the old ladies, uh, they, they clamour to get to the checkout and they, they start pressing up against you and as soon as there's any space on the conveyor belt as it goes towards the checkout there, they, they reach across you to reach the little triangular things that say, next customer please. And they slam it and they push your shopping further up just to get their, their, their one little bit of whiskers and ch- a tin of tuna onto the conveyor belt. And you think, it doesn't matter. You're, you're carrying those anyway, but you still put them onto the conveyor belt because you think you're more important, that you've got to get it on there. I, that drives me mad. Yeah. Do you mean like that? Yes. Yeah. Right. I'm glad we've got that sorted. Exactly. Um, so, our answer is... No, she needs to roll the chair over his toes. Yes. And get a bell. Yeah. 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 She doesn't have to change jobs, she just needs to get a bell. But she can't have a bell in, Why not? in, in a current role, because there's no need for a bell there. So what? Everyone's going to go look at her with a bell, I want a bell now. So and all of a sudden, the, the profits of the company are going to inflate because of people's bells, and they're going uh, to... We should send It's, it's a difficult financial climate. We, we can't go forking out for bells. One. If you want to come into my surgery, there is one bell, there's one bell in my surgery, the receptionist doesn't need it. So She's not the receptionist. She can buy her own bell. And take it into work? Yeah. But then everybody will want a bell. So what? There'll be people wanting iPods, there'll be people wanting all kinds of different things. They tune the bells. Work. Everyone could tune theirs to something different. As It'll it, be yeah. a little work motivator. This sounds like a really crap game show right now. <laughs> as long as everybody has a different bell. Or a brilliant game show. Oh, yeah, well, maybe. Mm. Maybe. No, I like, no, she needs a bell. And she needs to run over his toes. Or try and find something that her computer does that makes that error sound. Boom. Yeah. That one. And so whenever you could just go, boom. Well, people do boom. that, don't they? They have those uh, screensavers that look boom. like graphs and things like that. Stop doing that. Sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, I've had those before. They work wonders. Boom. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a like, nice little screensaver you put up that looks like you're working. It's a nice spreadsheet. Oh, yeah. But you, you've actually I mean, been no. playing Spider Solitaire for a while. <laughs> um, and as soon as the boss walks in, you just click that button. And or I've seen some of those like wee game sites. That yeah. just and at the bottom they have a button just says panic. Yeah. And you click panic and automatically just a spreadsheet just comes up. Exactly. Just right in front of the screen. I've they, heard. They are very very handy. Yeah. Yes. Right. So she's uh, she can buy her own belt and take it in. I don't think that's right because I think everybody will then want them. I mean I get sick and tired of other people's desks. You know when you see them when they've got the pictures of the family they've got uh, they've got pictures. Um, mementos from their holidays and things like that. It's a cubicle you work. It's a tiny little cubicle you're working in a call centre. Don't try and personalise it. But it's distressed. nobody. Nobody cares. Says, says Dan, sitting in front of a desk with a bell on it. <laughs> that's a professional bell. Oh, sorry. That's a professional. Oh, right. that's, that's necessary. Otherwise, how will people know when we've solved the problem? Uh, right, so, uh, so... Okay, no bell. So some sort of sound-making device. I'm still going for the low-cut top. I think the threat... the threat. Of well, you use that in addition to the bell. Just the low-cut top. I'm just encouraging that. I'm just encouraging well, yeah. people. Pretty much. You know, get your tits out. Yeah. Happy enough. I think this is the sweariest problem we've ever done, isn't it? Possibly, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I, I think you're, you're promoting a work environment, which this sounds quite good to me as well, but if someone feels like they're being sexually harassed, they just ring this big freaking bell. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. If the thing, anyone's even looking at my arse. Ding, ding, ding. I like it. I think it'll be it brilliant. It works. I think it'll be brilliant. It works. It's the much... sex bell. We can have a sex bell in the, middle of the, in the middle of the office. A huge, like the Liberty Bell or something like that. A huge, massive bell that just hangs in the middle of the office. Yeah. And uh, as somebody walks past... With a you, baseball bat. And you suspect that they might have looked at you in a less than pure fashion you just walk up to the bell take out the mallet 
and swing it at Bong. the bell. Bong. And then everyone looks around and there's, there's Dave sweating in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Is that his surname? Dave sweating, yeah. <laughs> or a bit the, like the, but it, it could have the, it could have the wrong effect. You, you ever go to one of those bars that whenever they get a tip, they go ding, and everyone goes, hey, oh. it could be like that. They like, do that. Well, then there's, yeah. then there's the bell that means it's you around and you're paying for stuff. Yeah, when well, people go boo. Could be disastrous. <laughs> I don't know which bars you go to. Sorry. Because you'd ring the bell and everyone would think you're buying the next round of drinks. Yeah. I don't have a bell. <laughs> right, Dan, Dan has the bell. It's right there. Oh, have we solved this problem? I was miles away because I heard something vibrate near me. <laughs> I, I, was, I don't want to suggest that I'm not taking these problems seriously, but I heard something vibrate so, and I got excited too. Right? <laughs> and, and did, did I miss the solving so, of the problem? Low cut top, some sort of noise making, bell ringing, and yeah. rolling over the toes with the chair. Yeah. I like it. I th- well, to be honest, I'm completely distracted by the vibrating thing in the corner of the room, so uh, I think that's problem solved. Problem solved. Problem solved. Oh, Jesus. You've got a dog elbow in your oh, crotch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a big discussion with somebody at university, uh, my mate Buzz. Uh, it was a big discussion about whether or not dogs have elbows. It went on for weeks, this, this discussion. Do dogs have elbows? Mm-hmm. They don't. Yes, I do. They don't. They've that. got four legs, so they can't have elbows. That's not an arm, that's a leg. It's yeah, a, it's a, it's, it's a front elbow leg. joint. It's a back knee. I'd, it might be a knee joint then. It's front knee. Actually, no, no right. that's elbow. That, well, it just is what it is. Well, it's not the four. It, the forelimb has elbows. It's a leg, though. But so, it's, so a leg would have an el- would would have no the, a knee. the rear limbs. I know, have I know, knees. I know what they say about four limbs have elbows. Elephants, elephants are the only animals with four knees. That's true. It is. Don't look at me like that. It um, is true. It is true. They are. They are. I think you so, could right. just you could probably justify it either way, quite legitimately. No, that's not an elbow. If you a dog doesn't have an elbow. If you for a start, if it's too far up, up his leg. But they're example. completely. See, an elephant's four legs are very similar. Yeah. Dogs' limbs are very, very different. It's still not an elbow. I think it is. It's not. It's not an elbow, is it? <laughs> What's the plural of Doberman? Doberman. Doberman. Is is it? <laughs> it can't be. I had this argument one time for about a year. It's not Dobermans. Four Dobermans. Yeah, Dobermans. Yeah, it's with an S. Maybe I-N-S, Dobermans. No, no, no. you can't just change the whole, <laughs> whole uh, grammatical structure. And st- you can't do that. It's, do- it's, do- it's Dobermans. Dobermans. Anyway, why are we talking about this? We've got problems to solve. This is a problem. That's not a problem that needs to be sorted out now. This is a work-related special. <laughs> I'm gonna I, think we, I think we found a new bell. <laughs> How am I going to edit that out? Because you've, you've managed to belch twice. This is Jess, by the way. Uh, managed to belch right when we've been actually in the middle of a discussion. So there's no editing that. So I'm either going to have to cut the whole lot out, the whole of this bit out, or leave your massive wait, wait, belches we're in. recording? Fantastic. <laughs> oh, you're such a classy lady. You are such a classy lady. Oh, yeah. Lady. <laughs> um, right Pizza then. and beer, what do you expect? Uh, I expect you to show a bit of decorum and dignity. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Uh, call me call me crazy. Call me crazy. I'm dressed. <laughs> yeah. Keep keep folks on the negative. Right, okay, let's let's actually get on and solve some problems. Uh, Bradley, you're going to take our second work related problem. Dear Dan, my colleague talks about her nine year old child all the time. Uh, Like every word she utters is about our child. We had a secret competition one day to choose random topics to see if she'd be able to get our child into the conversation and she beat us all. The first man on the moon, 9-11. Number ones of the the 1984. She managed them all. It's really getting on our nerves. Well, we wouldn't say we hate the child, but let's just say, okay, sniffing the groin. Dr. Loki is in the house. Oh, yeah. Dr. Loki normally sat on the couch doing nothing. How come you're here licking yourself and then licking Bradley's testicles? He's looking for pizza. Well, does that when Bradley normally keeps his pizza? I don't know. Ed Kynes. Oh, fair enough then. Would you like to uh, continue? Okay. Our child entered the conversation and she beat us all. The first man on the moon, 9 11. Number ones of 1984, she managed them all. It's really getting on our nerves, and we, well, we wouldn't say that we hate the child, but let's just say we don't feel endeared to her because we know her every bloody move she makes. Should we be brave and tell her to shut the fuck up, or do we have to continue to suffer this running commentary about the only child who was ever born? Uh, Long tall Emma. Right, well, there's quite a lot to go out there. I think I already know the solution, but I'll, I'll sit tight on this one for now. Okay. Uh, we've all know we all know people who talk about the kids constantly. 
generally I work alone so I don't have to endure that but occasionally people pop into my, my office and uh, they, they bore me to death to be honest. Nobody's, nobody's interested in anybody else's children. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. The odd random story is acceptable. If they've done something silly or fallen off something or hurt themselves maybe. Yeah but that's funny. Yeah. Kids bounce, so Ki- it's okay. Yeah. Exactly. They, they, they're amusing stories, but to hear about everything. Okay, wait, 9-11. How on earth did somebody work in their nine-year-old daughter into a story about 9-11? Well, try it. I've got a nine-year-old daughter. You start talking about 9-11. Go. You're right, so the, the horrible, horrible experience when planes crashed into the you know World Trade Center and blew up. Mm-hmm. How is that relevant, re- relevant, relevant to a nine-year-old? Well, she's nine. And then she will be 11. There you go. My child is nine at the moment. In two years' time, she'll be 11. Anyway, did I tell you what she did at the weekend? Where she went in the shower. She was in there for ages. She's got such beautiful hair. <laughs> See? It's easy. It's awful. I worked a nine-year-old child into that story. Not well. It doesn't matter about well. You've well, seen them. You've experienced these people. They'll, they'll crowbar their chi- the chi- that story about their child in any given I do like the number ones of 1984. I mean, that's... That's impressive. I was once on a TV game show. This is true. I was once on a TV game show, and uh, one of the uh, challenges we had to do to try and win a little bit of dosh was to name every Christmas number one since 1954 up until the present day, which was uh, 2006, I think. Oh, good God. And it included 1984, but I had to learn every single one. Did you? I won the prize. So was, yes. was it a lot of money? Not really. Uh, Not really. Uh, that's a little aside. Right. So um, it was a young child. Do you ha- do you, when you when you're doing your photography work? Do you find that uh, obviously you have models doing things as you model shoots as well as mm-hmm. lots of other stuff? Do some of the models, be they male or female, do they talk about their children? No, I don't think so much. But part of, part of it does involve an element of small talk because you're trying to get to know a person, trying to make them feel comfortable, and sometimes that 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 comes into the conversation. I think. I can kind of empathise with this a wee bit because I think I might be this person only about our dog. Because I think I, I think I'm that kind of person. I will sit and I'll, I'll be thinking. But this happens to me on occasions. I think, you know, a discussion's happening. And I can think I could tell a wee dog story now. I've got a dog story that that sits right in here. But don't you don't want to be that person. And then what happens is someone else comes in with a dog story, and then and it was crap. And I'm sitting thinking, oh, my dog story was far more far far more. <laughs> I didn't tell it. You tried to outdog them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, but I have nothing beats a bit of dogging. Oh, out dogging! (laughs) Where you going? I'm out dogging. dogging. (laughs) Stop that. But but I have restraint. I can hold. I can hold those urges back. Not the dog. The talking. You know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. Um, But this is obviously from someone who who manages to fit. Maybe they're having a competition of their own. Maybe they have friends and they're thinking, I know. No matter what people are talking about in work, I'm going to talk about our we our child a bit. The other day they were asking about nine eleven. My God, I got it in. You. <laughs> so they're I mean, showing is off. Her home, yeah. Is her home life that bad that the only exciting thing in this poor woman's life is her nine-year-old child? You'll find... That you, I mean, I don't have children, but I know lots of people that do, and by God, they do talk about their children. It is the most boring subject ever. So, yes, it is the most I mean, important thing in their life. Even the, Quite often, they start these stories, instead of just saying, my nine-year-old is brilliant, they start by going... Oh, I hate my children. And then they start with lulling you in with a, it's going to be a great story of how their uh, their child's been a little bastard. And then it turns into how great their child is. They lure you in by pretending it's going to be an interesting story, then bore the backside off you. I mean, I'm thinking that, you know, she she gave us two options to start with. Shut the fuck up or endure it. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at maybe they need an intervention. I think you need an intervention. Potty mouth. <laughs> What's going on? She's quoting. She's quoting. You might be quoting, but you, you've become the pot, the biggest potty mouth in the room. You used to be so sweet. In fact, I don't think the first episode you ever swore. Now you're at it all the time. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll be looking over your shoulder, making sure you're not swearing soon enough. I'll ding, the, ding, ding. I'll, I'll get the low cut. Tap out. <laughs> uh, right, so the options uh, that she's handed to us, very kind of her to solve her own problem for us. It, it saves us a lot, a lot of problems. I don't know why she's bothered writing in, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah. Um, so uh, be brave... And tell her to shut up, or to continue to having to suffer the running commentary. About but how do you how do you have that conversation? How do you, listen? Um, we've all been talking about it. We're sick of hearing about your child. How, how do you have that that conversation without coming out as the biggest bitch in well, the world? Well, unless you trump her and you start bringing I don't have her children, child. but if I did, no, 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 you bring her be child in first. You start the stories of her own child. Yeah. 
No. You know what I saw your child doing the other day from across the road with my binoculars? That's not going to be a good conversation. No, <laughs> you just bring in the kid like she does. Who cares if it's true? But about your own no, myth- about, mythical child? No, about her child. Just make up stories. Well, Bring her about own her kid child. into exactly. But that's going to encourage you to talk more about a child, though. That's just yeah, co- that's completely you, the wrong thing to she, do. She, that's the worst piece of advice I've ever heard in my life. I want my colleagues to stop talking about a child. I know you start talking about a child. I bet she won't join in. I bet she well will. Well, what's she going to do? You've already told the stories that are relevant. She has she has nowhere to go. Do you have people? Do you know people who've got children? They never run out of stories. They never ever run out of stories about their child. Do you re- do you mean repeat? Stories that she's already told, or just make stuff up. <laughs> no, just make stuff up. So just go in and go. You're, you're well, that's going to invite you to start inquiring, and you don't want an inquiring, boring parent going on about stuff. Well, I mean, that's just nicer than telling her to shut the fuck up. But he's doing it again. Look, stop it. <laughs> I'm quoting. It might be quoting, but quote something else. Quote another bit. Quote the bit about uh, <laughs> about every word she utters is about is no other bit. You could do though. You could make an effort. Does it make you sad? Our listeners are going to get upset. I've already had to put explicit on the iTunes thing. Well, that's why I do it because it's already there. But it's not. It's not a license it's for you to her, swear whenever you want. It is. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. It's not a license. We we did actually go through this, Brad. You weren't part of this, uh, okay. this group then. This was when before Mark was uh, in. Co- uh, was um, oh, away on work, away on work, nudge, nudge, fingers okay. out the nose. Uh, we had this discussion and we said, can we swear? I went, oh, uh, let's only do it if it's absolutely necessary. She's gone mental and she's pulled out the, uh, the Tommy gun of uh, F's and Jeff's. I'm quoting. She's effing and Jeff in every second. I'm quoting. Yeah, but you keep quoting the same bit over and over again. It's relevant. It's not relevant. Yes, it is. <laughs> right, okay. It is an extremely difficult conversation to have. Your child is extremely boring when we hear about it. Or rather, you are extremely boring. Maybe they're interesting stories, she's just not telling it with enough vibrance. She needs to go on a storytelling course. Maybe so. Uh, yeah, maybe. But... As a friend of mine always says, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> well, uh, if, she's, if she's embellishing the story and making it interesting, yeah. then we wouldn't have this complaint. Because long, tall Emma, she wouldn't have written to us to say that this is a really bad problem. She'd be saying, I've got a friend who's got really great stories, and it's brilliant, so I have no problem, but I just wanted to let you know. Yeah. It's, not quite, yeah. it's not quite the right uh, yeah. thing to do. Now, the people who talk, constantly talk about their children, they are only superseded in my mind, because I don't know... I, I know a few people that are like this, but um, I can generally avoid them in my day-to-day life. Uh, the people that supersede them in the most irritating people competition, whatever that might well be, is those that put pictures of their children on Facebook. Now, one or two on holiday, something like that, it's not bad. But you go on there and it says, uh, Sharon has uploaded 345 new photographs. And every <laughs> single one of them is their child out of focus, doing nothing in particular, standing by the patio Ooh. window. Look, there's a bird outside the patio window. <laughs> great grand times. No, it's not great grand times. It's no, I don't like the out of focus. I mean, what... what Never mind the focus, it's what? the children. Your focus is wrong here. It's the children. Pictures of, of your children are not interesting viewing for anybody. You know what's worse? What? People who put their pictures up as their child. Oh, that's it. That is incredible. But so you look and you're like, all right, who is this person? And it's a one-year-old baby. I'm like, I have no idea who this person is. <laughs> They've put up as their own personal picture their child. Or what about when they put up pictures of uh, themselves with somebody else? So, you, and if you're not that familiar with them, you don't know which one's which. That's another thing. That or a school photo. There's like thirty. Yeah, so I'm somewhere yeah. in there. If you want to be my friend, your job is to find me. <laughs> it's not like that. It's not I where's mean, Wally. C- couples are tend to be all right because you can kind of figure out based on the name if it's the girl or the boy. But when you're going in the same sex couples, freaking loss right there. Don't know. No so, idea. It, the, the whole putting lots it, of photo- it, lots of photographs on Facebook. It's when it turns in. It's when it turns in the whole the whole album. Then you know the way you can flick through them left and right, left and right, left and right, and it just turns into a flick book. It, it turns into a flick book. It just goes for a picture of a child doing. I was going. I'm, I'm, I'm acting this out, and people can't see me. You can, no, but, but we can. It's highly amusing. But but it goes through just about twenty pictures of a child. So you get like the movie going thing. From, yeah, going from like a kind of smirk to uh, quite a smirk. You know what I mean? Just as so there's a small movement of the child's face, and it's documented in about 30, 30 pictures. It it my, now my brother did that of of the baby smiling in about five, <laughs> in about five pictures. And it's like stop frame photography of the progress of the smile and the five pictures. Hey, easy. It was cute. It's not cute. It was cute. It's not. It's never cute. But he was cute. Well, he might be to you, but, yeah, but I, bet, I can guarantee his friend. His I other friends. He didn't post them all on Facebook, though. Oh, that's all right. No, oh, no, that's okay. No, we Just... got that as the family. You're like, here's the you know the progress. He must the... really hate you. 
<laughs> hey, I got a calendar. <laughs> oh, you did. I know somebody else who got a calendar with family on, and it's very, very nice, but I would never do it. I couldn't do it. I, could, I fancy sending yourself as a gift. I mean, that's a nightmare, isn't it? How arrogant is that? Well, it wasn't him, it was the baby. We like the, we like the kid. Arrogant baby. He's the kid. Arrogant we like the kid. put together. <laughs> uh, Not so, sure the kid's going to appreciate it when he's 15, but hey, you know. So my issue with this is uh, at, at that point where you've got people who put loads of pictures of their children on Facebook, and it's, it's just a nightmare as far as I'm concerned. I've started, I either, I either delete them or I, uh, from Facebook, or I just, you can mute them, can't you? Yeah, you can block them and unsubscribe yeah. and... Yeah. You I can actually see. just, you can actually now just, like, not get their picture posts. Yeah, but you might, they might post something good at some point. Yeah, well, but you know, I, I do, I is do. it going to outweigh the eight million pictures of their child? Right. I mean, I think, I, I admit, you know, people who have kids, great, fantastic, kids, not your entire life. If your life is your child, you have an issue well beyond Facebook and a few pictures. So we're agreed. If uh, we, we've got long tall Emma complaining about the boring parent at work, it's one step further to bore people to death in your private life with uh, with children, pictures of children. So uh, we're taking it as read. Just delete those people, and uh, we'll get back to talking about long tall Emma's problem at work. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Fair enough. In this case, I actually would go for the nod and smile approach. Yeah? Just, just tune her out. Just tune out, nod and smile. Every time, just nod and smile. It doesn't work, though. They still continue to talk. Trust but me, I know these people. If you don't pay attention to it, you they, just... doesn't matter. Of... They're not talking for your benefit. They're talking exactly. for their own. Exactly. Blank them out. But if it's pissing all, all, all of... Uh, no, he's at it as well with his P words. What's going what? on? It's a bad I'm name. quoting. There's no quote I'm not There's quoting no, this. You're just quoting some random film. Someone who's a Tarantino film, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. If it, if it, but if it's trampling, trampling all over the top of a good conversation, well, and you're allowing it to happen, there, is, a, there is another option. Kill them. Kill them all. <laughs> no, sorry, where was that voice from? <laughs> Dr. Loki. Loki. <laughs> He's in the other room. Probably licking himself again. <laughs> you never know. He's a dog. Emma needs to have her own kids. It doesn't say that she doesn't have her kids. Maybe that's why she's so annoyed, because she, she hasn't got the opportunity to butt in and talk about her own kids. But if she has her own kids, then she could be in there telling the stories. That's two wrongs don't make a right. So? Get a dog. It'll be like you, talk about your yeah, dog, talk yeah, about your dog yeah, all the time. Yeah, but I didn't but have then, to but go then, through childbirth you know, to have a dog. If you can't Watch. beat them, join them. But then Nancy McBoring here, she'll be bitching to all the other people in ah. the office. Bitching's not swearing. She'll be bitching to all the other women in the office saying, she's always talking about her dog. I mean, if he was a child, you could understand because they're interested in the human. But this is a dog. I mean, people who talk about the dogs even, clearly, are even more boring. Clearly, everyone in the office needs to just have kids. No, no, no. But offices are notoriously boring places anyway. What about if you start asking some really, <laughs> uh, some some quite disturbing questions about the, like wanting to know far too much detail about her children so that she stops talking about the whole thing because she thinks you're a creep. I ran out of breath saying that. Uh, Bradley, just a, a point of interest. Again, it's, it's a security matter. Yeah. You might get the cops called after you and that's a bad thing. But... Yeah, but, mm. but but as a photographer, do you don't work with children at all, do you? No, no, not not so much, not anymore. Keep, I don't know keep why. it that way. Okay, keep it that way. Right, there is another option, and uh, this is the lazy option for us because I don't think there is much of a problem here. She's got a boring workmate. Everybody's got boring workmates. Whether it's talk about the cars, talk about computer games, whatever it might well be. There's work. lots of different things. Work itself, yeah. People who talk about work outside of work. So I don't think that Long Tall Emma actually has a problem. She's just having a bit of a whinge about it. But we can claim and get paid for solving this problem without doing a thing. And the problem here is she's very specific in what she writes here. My colleague talks about her nine-year-old all of the time. Now, let's, let's, let's give her the benefit of the doubt and assume that the child has just turned nine. In 364 days... No more nine-year-old. It's going to be talking about a ten-year-old. Exactly. And uh, th that's going to be a new problem. <laughs> and we've solved this problem by simply waiting it out. Exactly. A bit of patience and everybody's happy. Because she's uh, she, she then doesn't have a colleague talking about a nine-year-old. We've solved the problem without having to do anything. Nobody's upset. Everybody's happy. And uh, we, 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 we can put another tick in the box of solved. I like it. Problem solved. Problem solved. Problem solved. For problem number three of this workplace special, which I think has been quite an unruly session so far, there's been a, a lot of uh, wandering off the point, a lot of swearing, there has been a fair degree of belching, and for my own part, a little bit of flatulence, but uh, we'll move on to uh, our final problem. I'm quite pleased to say that it is our final problem tonight. Um, I think I've definitely picked this one out for Jess to read, which uh, it'll become apparent why. Okay, problem number three. Dear Dan... 
I have been working for my current boss for about two years now. All is mostly good. Well, as good as can be, because you see, my boss is a gym instructor. Now stop right there. Your boss is a gym instructor is not a bad start. Because they're okay. usually relatively hot looking. Well, one would think, but you never really know. Okay. So, let's continue. What's the problem with that, I hear you ask? Yes, you do. Sorry. Well, as part as his, quote, fitness regime, he is currently eating a lot of nature's more musically finer-oriented foods, such as, well, Tina. Tina, I'm sure he meant tuna. Tuna. It says Tina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does. It's, uh, yes. So, I, so... I, you know, it... I, I'm not going to ask about Tina. And he uh, says musically orientated, so are we, are we talking a, t- a Tina of the Turner variety? Maybe. I really <laughs> He's eating know. Tina Turner. I mean, there's either, that's either going to be some kind of pornography film, or it's going to be uh, some horrible slasher movie. I don't know. Okay. But, we'll, we'll but pres- we digress. We'll, we'll presume that it's not Tina Turner, and uh, we'll go out and limit it's Tuna. It's Tina. Tina Tuna. Tuna. <laughs> Sweet corn. A tin of tuna. I like it. Sorry, carry we on. We like that. It's so we have, we have possibly tuna, sweet corn, pasta, and the dreaded beans. Add to this diet the occasional lunchtime run slash gym session, and it makes the afternoons in the office, well, interesting. I've tried to be subtle about his flatulence, however, when I was forced to use a tin of, well, now, men's deodorant. I think he means a, a tin of well-known. Well-known. Well-known men's well, deodorant. We miss a letter, yeah. Typing sucks. Used to, uh, I was forced to use a tin of well-known men's deodorant, which, funny enough, just happens to rhyme with stinks. So definitely not links then. I don't know why he's <laughs> gone to so much trouble to try and hide the brand there, because we yeah, don't care. We'll take sponsorship right. from anyone. So, so when I was forced to use a tin of links on his trumpeting rear end, he just laughed it off and left the office with the musky aroma of Africa following <laughs> down the corridor. Can you please help me as I'm at my wit's end at... I'm slowly running out of filter canisters for my respirator. Cheers, Pete the Meat. P.S. That American girl sounds like a right looker. Yeah, <laughs> so I, think, I thought you might like to read this problem out. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, we need to establish, Bradley, what is your favourite uh, fragrance of Lynx deodorant? I like Alaska. I can't remember any apart from Africa now, and now Alaska. I can't remember. I remember the colours. They're always brown or red. Oh, there's a blue one as well. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember any of the names of them. Do you not? No. The Lynx effect. No. So, no. No. Eh. No. I think it's hype. I like, hype. Hype was my favorite. <laughs> Lynx hype. It's just it's there's nothing in there. It's literally just gas. <laughs> but it's brilliant. But you think it is, but and that's fantastic. where that's where the twist comes exactly. in. Exactly. It's fantastic. It's Lynx with no deodorant in whatsoever. Yeah. It's all hype. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, it's yeah. all advertising. Okay, so we got to the end of the problem. First of all, let's uh, address the PS, the postscript on there. Oh, that dear. American girl sounds like a right looker. You're the only American girl that's been on this. So I'm guessing. I, I guess it's me. I mean, so you've got, I, I don't know. I mean, you've got beautiful comments about your voice. I, well. That's nice. He's saying that you sound like a looker. I, I I'm do, assuming I guess, it's not a typo. You know, well, uh, <laughs> well, well, considering, I mean, the rest of the email, you never know. Well, you don't know. It could be, like I say, it could be a typo, um, and you could sound like a. We'll move on. <clears throat> right. So uh, yes, Jess has had some very nice things said about her voice. Not just this. I'll, I'll hasten to add. Some people on Twitter have also contacted me to oh, tell well, me how beautiful nice. you sounded. I've had some people uh, surprisingly. Considering I'm almost indecipherable when I speak sometimes because I speak so quickly, I've had some really nice things said about me as well, including the I laugh like Professor Brian Cox as well. Bradley, they've uh, they've kind of not really said much about you. It's, no? as, it's as if you you, re- you don't exist, as if everything you say is inconsequential, of no interest, or boring, <laughs> and uh, it's as if you're really you're of no worth here whatsoever. He's new yet. Yeah. Well, no, but not well. He's been, this is his third. Yeah. This is his third week. Uh, Bradley, how do you respond mm. to that? Well, it's 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 kind of a pity because I was kind of worried in the first, you know, because I've got the kind of native accent and. Right. Anyway, so back to the question. Yeah, I mean, kind of tuned the whole lot yeah, out. Yeah. Back to the question. Anyway, yeah, move on. <clears throat> right. So uh, the problem is, I've been working for the boss for two years, uh, mostly good, and you can see that the boss is a gym instructor. First of all, working with gym instructors is it as good as you expect it to be? Because I know if I were the if you know, it depends on the sexuality of the gym instructor. For me personally, if it was a if on the gender, um, working with a, a male gym instructor would be a nightmare because they'd always try and get me to always try and get me to do things, and I'm not very good when it comes to exercise. Mm. Well, I mean, this is a male a, a male gym instructor. I mean, I don't. Is he a good gym instructor? Because you kind of get the fat, tubby, ugly ones. Yeah. Do you? 
Yes, I've seen them. But surely part of their job description is to be at least athletic in yeah. some in some way, or at least or at least uh, show the benefits of exercise as kind a gym of bad PR as in itself. Yeah, it is bad PR, but you do get the instructors who don't do it themselves. There is one other um, area of work where this doesn't really work out, and that's beauticians. Oh yeah. You see somebody. Oh. Hello. I'm so pretty. I I'm, have to I'm, wear all this shit on. I'm, I'm a beautician. Like, uh, and I look like I've been hit by a cricket bat. <laughs> the hairdressers who have bad hairdos. Yeah. The nail techs who have raggedy ass hands. I mean, nail technician. Is that going to be the grandest title in the world? I mean, what do they do really? I mean, I paint my own nails. I mean, I don't really need help. You're a technician. I clip my nails. I'm a technician as well. Woohoo! Yeah. That's fabulous. I don't do the cuticle thing, and it drives my girlfriend mad. She spends all her time jamming some either a fingernail, usually a fingernail, or some kind of metal instrument up against... Do you know which bit the cuticle is? Yeah. yeah and, and jamming it back into itself. If it grows there, it's but meant why? to be there. What is the point of that? Why is it so... Why is it such a... Uh, a thing in the female beauty world that, ah, oh, cuticle, get back. You know that's such a. It's because when you paint your nails, if you paint the cuticle. But they're not painting my the, nails. The, the paint comes off for of that bit, and but so it looks terrible. It doesn't make a difference because. Uh, guys, yeah, I don't know. But she does, and she's not the. She's not, to be fair, she's not the only one who's ever done it. Pushing back my cuticle. And they, spend, and they do it watching films. And you're trying to watch a film while somebody's. And it hurts as well. They're jamming their fingernail underneath the skin of your finger. I mean, come on! What she does this on you? Yeah. Why? Oh, I thought you. I thought you understood what I was talking about. No, <laughs> I. Th I thought you were just talking about the self-inflicted cuticle pushing. Well, I didn't know that you did it on you. I am really as well. I mean, I don't understand why they do it, but why? Why she would do it to me? No, I, don't, I mean, no, I don't you're really not love. painting your nails. Yeah. No. 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 Jess. No. <laughs> well, I don't. If somebody wants to paint their nails, be they male, female, or whatever, it makes no odds to me. But... I mean, that's the only reason I do it is because. You know, you gotta get the nail polish to look right. Bradley, are you just Doc, checking out Doctor Loki's toenails? Doctor <laughs> Loki doesn't paint his toenails. I'm, so, uh, I'm sorry, gym instructor, good or bad? Uh, well, well there's, there's, we could discuss you, this for hours, and it's quite boring. Let's just go around the room. Jessica, gym instructor, as a workmate, good or bad? Bad. 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 So, bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, the obvious pro the obvious solution to this problem uh, when we come to the end is going to be leave your job and get a proper one. Yeah. Working with decent folk. Yeah. All right. Okay, um, so fitting clothes. we come to diet then. Uh, this gym instructor that Pete the Meat works with is uh, eating a lot of, he called them musically oriented, oriented food. I think you've been having a bit of this today, haven't you, Jess? You've been having Windy Pops problems. No, that's just the beer. Well, it's part of the Which diet. Which is completely unrelated to having a, a fitness regime. But, Does tuna yeah. make you burp? Does it make you Tuna might. Tina might, yeah. It's all the exercise with Tina. She's a one. Um, so Tina, sweet... Tina. Tuna, sweet corn, pasta and beans. The beans um, have to be undoubtedly the worst. Well, is it? Or is that, a, is that a myth? No, it's normal. Yeah, no, it is... It, it, it's the fibre. My girlfriend struggles with soy sauce. That makes it, that gives her the windy pops. It's fermented. Soy sauce? Yeah. Soy sauce is fermented. And muesli does as well. Yeah, it's the fibre. Well, I... That... No, that's... The bean, beans, it is real. That's why they invented Beano. Beano? That's a comic book in England. Dennis the Menace was in Beano. <laughs> Have you got your names wrong? No. Have you made a mistake? No. You're not going to try and bring any of this American culture into no, our discussions it, it, here, are you? Beano is just a, a drug you take to prevent flatulence. And... Oh, why do they call it Beano? So the comic. Because you take it before you eat beans. Well, don't eat beans. There's, a, there's an even better medical suggestion. Beano. Yeah. Beano. <laughs> do you know what I used to think exactly. about that? They used to, I don't know if it's still open now. Exactly. It's probably, it's probably closed down now. But there used to be a, a female clothes shop called Mango, and it was because men weren't welcome. And did you want the, 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 the stuff, the shop assistant would just stand there and go, Man, go! <laughs> <laughs> So um, that's really wrong. Yeah, um, Beano. Couldn't they call it? it should be should be um, fart, hey, fart your pop or something like that. No, don't it? ask Sprite, me no. why, but that's you just can't what... hear you because the dog's in front of your face. Sprite, no. Okay, let's carry on. I don't know why they call it Beano. They just do because beans make you fart. Now, if you had to work with somebody who did um, break wind a lot, would that be a problem, or could it be amusing? And uh, <sighs> when I was when I was working on the fire station in the back of the fire engine, if you could get it to a point where the driver had to actually pull the fire engine over so that everyone could get out to avoid to air the fire engine, you you knew you'd done a good job in the back there. I suppose there's there's a level of humour in making the paint peel off the walls. However, if you have to be sat in an office with a guy who farts all day, I yeah. that's a situation I have now. But I work alone. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> 
you know, open a window, but uh, I think the, it's kind of repulsive. The the farty workplace is probably one of the most embarrassing and hard to talk about subjects in to do with work. What about murder? That's got to be worse. Talk open and freely about murder. That's not a problem. More so than having a bit of a yes. bit of a windy pop party. But it smells bad. Yeah, murder doesn't. <laughs> murder. Nothing. Nothing tastes like murder smells. <laughs> <laughs> but the way um, the fart is one of those things where, okay, I can smell fart, and if I don't accuse someone of it, people are going to be thinking it's me. It's one of those kind of. But then, if the, you don't, if you don't put it out there and accuse, yeah, I mean, no, but that is the know, problem of whoever smelt it, dealt it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So you can't, you can't exactly, you can't exactly just smell it right away and go, it wasn't me. You can't, you can't just put your hands and go, that wasn't me. That smell, it wasn't me. And then everyone's like, I don't smell anything. And then they go, oh, now we do. But, and, and, yeah. And, and, there is a suggestion that no matter what anybody says, you do like the smell of your own farts. And I'm tempted mm. to agree with it. It's not, you know, you can, you know, it's, it comes out all warm and you know it's going to be bad. <laughs> Uh, and and it is, but on the other hand, you do think to yourself, oh, it's horrible that yeah. another quick go. Oh, that's really is bad. It, that's it, have another go. It, but do you only? Thing. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, really, do guys like the smell of their own farts? Everybody does. Even girls do, but they just won't admit it. But do you openly display your pride? Oh, well, it depends on company, obviously. If you with your if with your girlfriend or your boyfriend, um, there, I think it is acceptable because it is funny, and you've you've got that level of comfort <laughs> with not- your family. Brilliant. That's Especially right. as you get older, as you become an adult, and you go back to your parents' house, and if you can drop your shopping in their corridor and leave it there for your dad to walk through, you know he's going to love it. <laughs> you know he's going to love it. It's like you it's come a, from a very strange family. <laughs> no, no, I think Smelly it's family. it's the same in every family, whether people admit it or not. I bet there's not a single person alive that doesn't think uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit of a fart is funny. I, I will stand a little I will, bit. I, a little bit. Yeah, unexpectedly as well. Yeah, inappropriate this, times this, in church. This sounds like it's like. <laughs> Constant add in like the sweaty, unwashed post gym session because uh, you've been spending so much time thinking about this gym instructor because he doesn't at any point say that he's sweaty or unwashed. I well, think you're, fa- you're, you're, you're in a little fantasy world here just because he complimented on in, your accent. I'm inferring <clears throat> from, from the you know the occasional lunchtime gym session. If that's a bad thing, then clearly the guy's not having a shower. Now, this is where we mentioned this in the very first problem about if you've got a smelly wormate. Now, it could be smelly but through farts. It could be smelly through personal hygiene. Um, do you say something? I guess that is the that is the crux of this problem. Do well, you tell your work colleague that they stink? Yes. How? You stink. Well, Take gonna, a shower. That's going to be shattering for the person. Because they might well be just smelly. And even after a shower, they might just be smelly. I oh, know they... sometimes, I mean, obviously, I've mentioned it before that I do work a lot. But sometimes um, I make a, a movement, I ca- catch a whiff of me on our pen. I'm thinking, I need to change this shirt when I get home. It's rotten. And it's not unusual. I'm not saying I stink all the time. But, but I'm, you, I'm not afraid to admit that sometimes you, I'm a little less fresh than others. Would you go to the gym no, and not just, shower? Yeah. I'll, and go back to work? <sighs> Some like I'd ever go to the gym to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not shower and go to work, though? Well, am I going to the gym to tile? Am I tiling the showers? <laughs> hypothetically. Um, hypothetically. Um, if yeah. you had to work in an office with other human beings. No, no, of course not. I, I, I'd have a shower, but... We don't know if uh, this guy does have a shower. He might have a shower. He might just be smelly. That's what I'm saying to you. That's, what, that's my argument. Don't you turn my argument around on me. He might just be smelly. That's what we're saying. So can you say something if you know there's nothing he can do about it? Therefore, it's ultimately Is... humiliating for the poor guy. Well, can you do the can you do the kind of in, in company go, does anyone smell anything? Someone smell something funny, something unusual? But they always do this. I've got two stories for you that illustrate this exact uh, same thing. When I was at school, we did a school play. We did a school play of Little Shop of Horrors. And I actually was um, Orin Scrivello. You're dancing to this now, Jess. You know the songs. Uh, I was Orin Scrivello, the dentist, uh, the Steve Martin role in the film. And uh, there was one of the dancers. <laughs> there was a, one of the dancers. And she was very pretty. She was a year or two younger than me. She was very pretty. But it wasn't at that point, And she had to wear like a, a leotard with some kind of rah-rah skirt. And I don't know what it was. Um, but she did stink. She really did stink. She was fresh out of uh, PE or something. So she had a shower. It could be a start of school. So she was fresh into school. She she had a bit of an issue going on. Now, it might just be a teenage hormones thing. Um, make, possible. Make, it possible. Make, it possible makes, but the fact is, do you tell that? Do you, can you tell that person? I've been in a few situations where I've worked with particularly smelly people. I've probably been a smelly person at various different points in my life. But can you actually approach it with them? My second story is when we actually did. It was, again, during Little Shop of Horrors at school. And there was a guy called Phil. I hope you're not listening to this. Um, so I'll not give away any more of it, apart from his nickname was Inky. Um, you can probably work out his surname. 
he was supposed to get on the bus to go watch the professionals do it in Sheffield, do the, the play in Sheffield. And uh, it was late. And somebody said, have you, have you seen Inky? And he said, no. Uh, yeah, I saw him play football on the moor just about uh, half an hour ago. He was covered in mud. So he's probably gone home to change. He, he then suddenly came screaming up in, in his, in his mum or dad's car, leapt out the car, had mud right down the side of his trousers, down his shell suit bottoms, classy guy, down <laughs> his shell suit bottoms. And we said, Inky, did you not bother to get change after football? He said, yeah. So he'd obviously got changed into, from some shitty, dirty, muddy trousers into some other <laughs> slightly less shitty, muddy trousers to go to the theatre. Oh. 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 He was embarrassed. That's bad. He was embarrassed. Yeah. So that's the situation we might have with our, our gym fool here. He might well be just dirty, smelly, and all that. Well, he doesn't seem to care. He doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he does, and there's nothing he can do. And he's hoping that people will just accept that small flaw in his persona. Is that is that the case then, where you you go back to the school scenario and you ask a close friend to listen? You should really say something to him. No, you there at school. You ask the bully to say something. Really? You can guarantee that message will get I wonder if there. there's another yeah. boss. Because usually your boss has a boss. Yeah, well, bosses are generally uh, problems. We had another problem here. Uh, this is from Andy. And Andy says he starts a new job. It's a step up, a real opportunity, but the manager is a real prick. Uh, he's a grass and it has a split personality. Is that the kind of boss that um, that Pete should be should be talking to? Who he's, That guy's got no morals whatsoever. Yeah, no. And it's the whole thing about dealing with people. In, in this case, we've got a smelly boss. In Andy's case, we've got um, a, a boss who's just a bit of an arsehole, really. You know... How, do, think, you, how do you tell your boss that they're, they're you know, wrong that, in some way? You know, gyms, swimming pools, they have the, the little swimming nose plug things. Yeah, stick one of those on. Yeah. Subtle. The boss funny. got his butt sprayed with deodorant and didn't care. I don't think he's going to worry about... Maybe he thought it was a wee flirty plugs. kind of thing. Oh, is that Africa? <laughs> True. Maybe he did like getting his butt sprayed Maybe. with Africa. Is he trying to pick up Pete Meat or? Well, if he's if Pete, ever, if Pete I mean, the Meat is if his name is anything to go by, then uh, anybody's going to be interested there. It's going to be hard to refuse. But if Pete the Meat, it's a good job his name's Pete, isn't it? I mean, if he if he's going to have a nickname like the Meat, you don't want to be called something Derek. like. <laughs> Derek, I mean, nothing rhymes with Derek anyway. Um, you don't want to be called uh, Gary. Phil. You got, no, you, it's not just no point just shouting names at me. Why? You've got to think of the second bit no, as well. I, I thought like you do that. Well, I'm not the creative one. It's your joke. It's not. It's not a joke. This is the serious. Yeah, but I mean, meat. I mean, what else does meat rhyme with? Well, it doesn't have to be meat. Maybe it could be. Um, I don't know. I can't think of any names now. Oh, forget it. <laughs> I give up. I think that joke died. Yeah. Right there on the floor. You can watch it squirming. Enus. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Enus. <laughs> Yes. Well, we know what that one is. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm going for nose plugs. That's as bad as saying Take you it. absolutely stink. Well, apparently he already has with the spraying of the stuff. And you know what? Nose plugs are a whole lot easier to wear than a freaking respirator. And the uh, spraying of the uh, deodorant near his backside is going to leave a white stain on his backside. So that's going to start a whole new set of rumours. Yeah, yeah, you know. How about going up to him and going, I have a friend who has this boss who, who really, 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 really smells. What would you do about that? Putting it on him. Yeah, but then what if the, what if the boss then says, well, I would sack that person for complaining about it. And you go, mm. good, oh. I'll pass that advice on. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I'm just going to open a window. <laughs> yeah, nose plug, seriously. Um, there's got to be something better than that. There's got to be something we can come up with for this. Uh, what I would suggest is... Uh... Blame it the dog. Get... No, that's... There! He's got the answer. Get an Get office... Get a dog! A, an office dog or an office cat. Blame it on them. There yeah. we go. But it doesn't solve his problem. No. It, I was, it's, no, it doesn't. Was thinking, was, that's a, I was like, that's brilliant. And unless like, unless they get a flatulent dog and it, the two aromas cancel each other out. Unless you can find that, yeah. Um... Genetically modify a dog. <laughs> modify a dog to What about spike, spike in his lunch? Beano! Links! Well, you can't <laughs> spike somebody's dinner. With That's technically known as poisoning. Well, no, you just need to get the guy some Beano. It oh, prevents flashing. Are, are you being sponsored by Beano? What is he with, with the Beano? It's what it is. It's not the gonna, thing. It's not going to help if he's cramming down this kind of food. Yes, that's what it does. Well, is there anything that you can uh, eat that, that smells nice coming out the other end? Right, I've got, uh, I've no. got, a, I've got a question for no. you. <laughs> no, there isn't. Let's workshop this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, isn't it, uh, isn't it asparagus that makes you wee smell of asparagus? Yes. And pineapples as well. Pine, pi pineapple makes your semen taste of, of semen. That not <laughs> Pineapple <laughs> makes your semen taste, taste of semen. No, no. Incredible. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> 
pineapple makes your semen. Mine. This, this is that, not, this is that not your, is a this rumor. Is that is a rumor that I will not. Did you, you find know. that in your seventh marriage or <laughs> or twenty fourth? Uh, right. Okay. We're not going to dwell on that. I've got the solution. I just need your help to work out the finer points. Okay. okay. The problem isn't that Pete's boss is smelly. That's just a, a side effect of the fact that he eats all these all this nature food and goes doing all the exercise and stuff like that. What we need to do is discourage the boss from doing from being so healthy. Now, yeah. when you get to a certain point in your life and you start to put on lots of weight, get fat, get lazy and all that kind of stuff, uh, what what causes that? I don't know the answer. I'm not looking at you. I'm not trying to trip you up here. I genuinely don't know what makes somebody get fat, lazy. Uh, a relationship. Well, you might well be, you might well be on some. Or a lack thereof. No, no, the lack makes you improve yourself to, yeah. be able to go out and get the chicks. Yeah, I think that whenever you, you've got someone and you've got them committed and they've signed the contract so we need, and we need got to the handcuffs on... We need to hook him up with somebody who's then going to overfeed him non, with non-healthy food. Basically, make him let go of himself so he no longer feels the urge to go running on his lunchtime. No longer feels the urge to eat pulses and beans and things like that. Basically, we need to find a do the girlfriend. So who would be that girlfriend? Someone with staff just kind of McDonald's. There we go. That's our answer. Perfect. We well done, Dr. Bradley. I knew there's a reason we brought you on here. Perfect. It wasn't just for your rugged good looks. But uh, the answer, according to Dr. Bradley, and I think I agree, is um, Pete. You need to find a generous person who works for McDonald's or any other um, fast food outlet. Um, basically, the fattier food, the better. Introduce them to your boss and make it so that they fall in love. Maybe facilitate along the way, wherever possible. I don't mean pop it in, that'd be weird. But um, facilitate their love as time goes on. Then she can lead him down the, the path of unhealthiness. And therefore, he will... <laughs> the, the dog's licking his bollocks again, isn't he? That's why you're laughing. <laughs> Stop it! She can then lead him down the path of unhealthiness. And he's not going to eat the beans. He's not going to eat all the, the healthy food. He's not going to exercise so much. He's not going to smell. I like it. I think we've got a problem solved. Sounds good. <laughs> I say problem solved, then one of you, probably Jess, it's usually Jess, and you don't just jump in. I know you're going to say. You you jump in not even with problem solved, you go, whoop de doo No! Right, let's do it again. Everyone's got to have a This is a nightmare. This is not going to, I'm not putting this out. This is a lot of old shit. Problem solved. Problem solved. Problem solved. whoop de ding doo <laughs> You're doing so well! I know. <laughs> but it was out before I knew. Right, uh, uh, don't know if we've actually solved anything, helped anybody out in any way, shape, or form throughout all of those. Uh, but we have to decide who our t shirt's going to this week. And the t shirt is from Kinknut. Go to the website, kinknut.com, and pick one of his uh, beautiful t shirts. But if you win through Dan Life Coach, then you get a very special, exclusive t shirt that says, According to Dan, I'm not a mad knut. Now, we've given some of these t shirts away. We've also actually had a picture sent to us uh, via Twitter of our, one of our first winners, Jake. Uh, wearing the t-shirt. Have I shown you that? I saw that. Yeah, it's I nice, isn't it? it? Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's beautiful. Um, so uh, you can uh, win a t-shirt from kinknot.com if you're too tight-fisted to go and buy one from his website. I suggest you go and do that. Um, and we've got to pick a winner. And we did this um, through picking the, our favourite problem of the week. So, Bradley, which was your favourite problem of the week? We had um, Pete the Meat with his smelly boss, Long Tall Emma with a boring uh, colleague that talks about her kids, and we've got D who's uh, talking about her boss. We suspect a pervy boss who's loitering around her back all the time. Uh, out of those three, oh, and Andy. We had Andy as well, didn't we, who had a, uh, a boss who was a prick and a personality. Your favourite your favorite problem in this work-related special? I think this week mine was back perver. Back yeah. perver is good. Yeah, that, that, that was my, <coughs> my favourite. I think we got good mileage out of it, and I think we got some rock-solid sol rock solutions. Good, that's a one tick in the uh, back perver. Jess? I don't know, I think I'm going to have to go for Pete the Meat, because, well, you know, he hit on me, so come on. It sounds like it, you know, I'm easy. It sounds reasonable, you're you using know. your position of authority to exactly. hand out illicit goods. I'm easy, hit on me, get a free t-shirt. Great stuff. Uh, well, for me, I would have gone for uh, our colleague who talks about a chill all the time, because it's a, a natural bugbear of mine. But, uh, to round it up, I think I'm going to have to agree, eventually with Jess and the t-shirt is going to go to Pete the Meat and the reason why is simply because uh, Pete's problem is the one that Jess managed to swear least in. Oh. It's an added bonus. Wow, yeah. I'm impressed. By so, far or? Oh yeah, he, well definitely. Um, by far what? Did she swear a lot less? 
I haven't totted, I haven't totted it up yet. All right. You know I haven't. You sat there. You've watched. We it. Why, done, why are you trying to make me look we stupid? We haven't done the tallies yet. This but is. I think this that, is. This is my yeah. podcast, and you're trying to make me look stupid. I think Sorry. the tallies will come up there. <coughs> yeah, I probably did swear the least in that one. How long is it till Mark's back? We don't know offhand, do we? I don't know. What's parole? Uh... Anyway, um, right. So yes, I'm going to agree with Jess. We're going to give the t-shirt uh, to Pete the Meat. I'll be in touch, and I want your address. Uh, and everything like that to be able to send this to um, Peter Meat. Well done to you. Congratulations on a, ha- on having a really good problem. Uh, if you want to go to uh, kinknut.com and have a look through his wares, I'm sure he'll be very pleased and very uh, delighted to have you there. Uh, if you have any problems, and we love getting your problems, even if you may feel that we don't necessarily treat them with the respect that they deserve, uh, you should definitely send them in because uh, otherwise we've got nobody else to laugh at. Uh, the address to send them into, Jess, do you remember this? It is Dan Life Coach, all one word, at gmail.com. That sounds very professional when she does that. Yeah. I like that. Do it again. Dan Life Coach at gmail.com. Now, you can get us on uh, iTunes. You probably have done already. Uh, you can download us onto your iThing or whatever it might, might be. You can listen to it online there. You can also now get us through a fabulous new app uh, on Android phones, which is called Stitcher. Um, just as it sounds Stitcher uh, and you can follow them on Twitter as well uh, so thank you to the guys at iTunes the guys at Stitcher as well and we're basically everywhere like a really itchy rash mm. 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 so uh, is there anything else? I think we're done we're done we're done <laughs> lovely I think that was my phone going off <laughs> yeah <laughs> I wait I'll tell you what's going on here this has been a nightmare uh, <laughs> It's been, it's been funny. I think it's been funny. The noise is everywhere. There's noises going off, swearing here, there, and everywhere. Uh, belching, <laughs> farting. It's been great. Uh, I wasn't farting. That was all you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that one. <laughs> He doesn't know the answer He just lies